Hello, welcome to Love Food Hate Money, the show where we talk about how much we love food and we prove it by spending all of our money on it. I am your host, Jonah. This is co-host Courtney. Hi. And today we're being brought together by Kirkland Signature's finest sparkling. Yeah, listen to that baby sizzle. I'm drinking the limon. <laughs> you have pomplemousse. Pomplemousse. Le grapefruit. Yeah, sure. Use that voice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but that's we don't really have much to you know? drink uh, for extracurriculars well, in the apartment at the moment. Opening a bottle of wine at one in the afternoon when you still have to go to work is just not. Mm, that's what we should have done, actually. <laughs> that would have been better. I'm also still drinking my coffee. Which one would you have opened? Um, let's see. I really want to try the old vine Grenache from Australia that we got from Tracy's, but it's too late. We're already committed to the Kirkland signature. <laughs> I just decided just now you're actually not allowed to open another bottle of wine in this house until you sign up for your level one Psalm test. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I just need to log in and do it and sign up for it. <laughs> I've just been so busy. I... And that's yeah. what we're talking about today. Yeah, we're, man, we're just going through it right now, I feel like. I, I don't know if going through it's the right, well, maybe you are. I am. You're going through it. I'm just going. <laughs> just a busy, busy season. Yeah, it's a lot going on, and um, I'm sure a lot of people have noticed, like, we haven't had any interviews recently. Like, we haven't had a lot of, um, even, like, longer episodes. And a lot of that is due to, like, right now, nobody has time to come do an interview. It is mm-hmm. busy season down here in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, and we totally respect that, which is why we're not like hounding our friends to be like, hey. Got to do this thing. Coming over this week. Got to go. Got to do this. Um, and even the free time they have to do little things like. Uh, even making time to record this. <laughs> making time to record this. Even just making other plans with friends right now where we're like, hey. With the only consistency that we have in our life for like extracurriculars is going to the Rift and eating at Nona's food truck for some chilequiles, little chalacalis on Sunday mornings. And then those plans consist of me drinking a bottle of wine, going to work, <laughs> and then flirting with the idea of doing things with people like the next day, like, oh, we could do something tomorrow morning. And then I get up that next morning and go, no, I'm just going to lay around like a potato. Yeah, and that, too, like, for everyone that's in Phoenix is an open invite. If you're free on a Sunday morning, come drink mimosas. We bring our own orange juice, and we eat chilaquiles from our friend Nona, and it is delicious. Yeah. It honestly gets better every week, and we've gone, what, seven weeks in a row now? (laughs) Yeah, the only time that that is probably going to get canceled somewhat in the near future, or at least us not going, is going to be when we try to go to the Renaissance Festival. Yes, which we were going to do today, and then we just got up and decided we didn't want to do anything. The ex- that's the exact idea of, or at least following up on the, yep, flirted with the idea of doing this thing, and then got up and was just. <sighs> but yeah, we're we're still working on new stuff. I have been without a camera for. <laughs> yeah, what's that like for you? A month now. It's, you know, I didn't realize how often I reached for my phone to take a picture until being without now for. 21 days I haven't had a camera on my phone and I knew how often you did that in some respects it's like oh I really don't post on Instagram like I've had kind of a break but at the same time like I have a lot of um goals and stuff that require 
picture taking and getting stuff uploaded on the website. And that's just been so frustrating. Yeah. And like, of course, when you're here, I can use your phone, but we're like ships in the night recently. And so rarely are you and I here long enough for me to set all that crap up and get it done. So it's just been a rough couple of weeks. We've not been able to prioritize or plan things out quite the way that we have idealized in our <laughs> worlds. And I think that's more or less the core theme of today's episode is just general burnout and not not being able like being able to keep going forward but not have it all together. Yeah, and I think it's it's even on a small scale because I think like I would love to talk to some of our friends who have been in the industry a long time about industry burnout, but I want to talk specifically about home cook burnout and just that day-to-day survival I have to eat crap. Yeah. <laughs> and also just like I uh, wanting food but not even knowing what to eat just like i just need something we've hit that weird point where uh, it happens with us every like couple of i feel like every couple of months or so and i like to think everyone hits this point maybe we're just the dark ones but we're just like oh man if i just had a drip iv where i didn't have to think about what i was doing for food and cleaning and all that stuff that would be nice for a little bit right and i think that's a it's a struggle I think a lot of people have because you get up, you make food, you have to clean the kitchen, and then, oh, no, I get a grocery shop. And this, like, awful cycle of cooking, cleaning, shopping, cooking, cleaning, shopping can be a lot when there's a lot of other things going on. When that, that's already full-time, let alone doing all the other things. And also, we're not the best at being, like, the full Instagrammable TikTokable meal prep people where we've got the <laughs> same container of the same seven chia seed bowls with different fruit accoutrement and being like, yeah, this is us. Like, no. That video really triggered you, didn't it? It was upsetting a little bit. It was <laughs> too aesthetic. Uh, I really have a hard time with meal prep because I get bored after the third day of eating the thing. Mm, she's lying to you, everyone. She gets bored after the like second bowl. <laughs> She'll get bored of the same meal during that meal, depending on if she's like, oh, I'm going to have a little bit more. And then she'll be like, nah, I'm already done with this. <laughs> and then Jonah has leftovers for a while. Uh, and I think, too, like I've tried to use some different like, um, I guess, like gamifying cooking to try to get back into it. Because mm-hmm. the last two months, I have literally had no desire to make anything. Mm-hmm. Um which I think I've mentioned a couple episodes ago, but um, in the past I've used stuff like, oh, I'm going to cook every recipe out of this cookbook. Um, One of the ones I had started on Instagram a little while ago was I'm going to cook one dish from every country. And I'm finding that right now the idea of sourcing very specific ingredients for one recipe is exhausting. Yeah, it's more... Uh, commitment to home cooking than we've got time for right now. <laughs> we have brain cells for. Um, so I figured we would talk about some of the things that we like our go-tos when we're in this slump. Um, and a lot of it is tortellini. <laughs> been a lot of tortellini recently. Tortellini and just like spring mix with olive garden dressing. 
Do you think there's a correlation between my desire to not cook anymore and our Costco membership? There is that a perfect circle? Definitely, they overlap the timelines. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like you not wanting to cook anymore. Like I even not that I have ever cooked that often for us, but even me, like I simple dishes like making pasta just doesn't even sound like I need to eat. But juice ain't worth the squeeze on the amount of effort going into that. A real weird slump of energy. Yeah. And then any of the energy that we do have is like, all right, we're going to go to work or we're going to go see this one person this day. And then we get home and we're like, all right, well, that was good. But can I throw together? Yeah. So fast. Um, so My breakfasts have just been Kirkland. Protein. Signature <laughs> chocolatey nut bars. Ooh. Crisp, clean, like 100 calories to turn our brains on and then just nothing. Then just blah. Yeah. So we've been doing, um, Costco has like the three cheese tortellini and you can buy some heavy cream or half and half or don't and just put pesto on it. Mm -hmm. We usually make a creamy pesto. Sometimes if I'm, I've thawed chicken because I was going to cook and then decided I wasn't going to cook something, I'll sear that off and put that in the pasta and like that's as good as it gets. Yep. (laughs) And like a salad, like you said. Mixed green salads with pre-made dressing. Yeah, we've uh, it's been pretty basic around here, but especially the, what we've been eating at home. I mean, you made leftover pasta the other day. It's just pasta. It's pretty much all we eat when we're survival slumping. Mode. Well, and then we did that thing that we haven't done in a really long time where we actually like got takeout. And I got to say, I think that ruined me because now all I can think about is more Chinese takeout. That was good. Everyone should go to Old Town Taste. A good restaurant. I just want more of that eggplant dish. What Their was that eggplant. called? That was so good. I can't remember which eggplant it was. I've got like two or three different ones on the menu. I'd have to go I had back like and try and find it. Had like a soy bean sauce, I think, is what the receipt said. Yeah, it's like eggplant and like I think it's eggplant it's soy. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. It's just really big, creamy pieces of um, what, what Chinese type? eggplant? Chinese eggplant. Thank mm-hmm. you. I was like, it's not Thai. Those are the little green ones. It's not globe. <laughs> That's the big purple one. Oh, it was so good. Well, and I think too, like then you eat something like that, you're like, okay, cool. Like I could probably make something like that. And then you're like, well, then I have to go grocery shop and get stuff. And then obviously it's like the same cycle every time. And right now it just feels like the amount of dishes involved in making good like <laughs> Chinese takeout food is also. Like, there's a, mm. a reason that you pay a premium when you go to the restaurant. Their dishwashers are working overtime in those places. I thought you were going to get me a induction walk. Yes, we will get an induction walk amongst many of our other coffee upgrades recently. <laughs> also, worth noting, like, we're in the process. Our kettle broke recently, so that was sad. So we got a new kettle from Fellow, which makes... Top-of-the-line coffee products. Yeah, I they... Makes top-of-the-line products. I don't know of too many other companies that have as much, like, mm, clout, I guess. Sure. Um, I don't know why they try so hard with their advertising, because I signed up. <laughs> we bought one, and then the targeted ads have been nonstop. It's been belligerent. Like, <laughs> the amount of yelling, and it's wildly targeted, too, because they're coming out with a new grinder, and I was trying to do some research on like pre-ordering said grinder. And I put my phone down for like 30 minutes. And then I got an email that said, hey, we noticed you were looking at this. Do you want to <laughs> jump back into it? 
what the hell? I think that's the targeted ads that we need to make as a podcast. Just, hey, you listen to an episode. Do you want to listen to another episode? Like, do you, why did you stop? Please pay attention to me. Like, it was crazy. And I don't understand the need for, I don't, I want to know who that works on. Like, I, someone who is looking. I don't know. I keep seeing it and I'm like, if I just buy it, will it go away? (laughs) Mm, More of like a, please just go away purchase. That makes sense. Because. I, You're like, um, look, I already have all the things. Well, that's, I just don't know who is <laughs> looking at a $300 product and then putting it away and then getting a text reminder 30 minutes later and being like, that's right. I do have enough money for that $300 product at the moment. Like, what what are they doing? Uh, well, I know that it's like pretty cruel to put stuff in your cart if it's like a small business's website and to not order it because they can see that on their end and be like, are you going to order or what? But it's really funny when bigger companies do it and you're like, I wasn't even put in the cart. I just like stared at the <laughs> about it page. Well, obviously you're just struggling to make a choice and they want to make it for you. Very kind of them. <sighs> As far as restaurant burnout and stuff, though, like this busy season has been. It's been. Well, yeah. And you need to update us on Valentine's Day. Did you have any any drama? Valentine's Day was fine. It was just deuces galore. Um, The amount of people that spent $150 for a $50 meal was pretty near unprecedented for me. Like we have Valentine's Day menu. There was a couple of dishes that aren't on the normal menu, but for the most part, normal menu. People would come in. It's four courses. They could get a Caesar salad, then, or they all got Caesar salad, and then they had choice of for a second, third, and fourth course. People would get a meatball dish, and then they would get the tomato pasta for the entree, and then they would end up with like a tiramisu. That meal normally is like fifty dollars, and it made me like I was just confused because it was a lot of people that did it that <laughs> day in particular. Where was like you, you could get something that you, not that. Well, you didn't offer a kids menu, so they were. We did have a lot of kids in that day. There was one uh, girl that I was working with. Her entire section, she was like, hey, Jonah. I was like, what's up? Look at this. And it was just like almost a Chuck E. Cheese. Like, <laughs> I, I, like it wasn't actual kids, but there were enough people in early 20s that I was like, are you... All of them needed to get carted if they were getting drinks, Ooh. and almost none of them were ordering drinks. Like, it was straight up the children's section for her. She was like, what is happening? So you guys had like a full, like high school prom situation sort of what it felt like it was really weird like there was a lot of younger people in and of of the restaurants to go to if i was 18 and trying to go out on the town i don't think the 150 (laughs) dollar pre-feed menu would be the one that i would do yeah but you were you took me to a scary restaurant down a back alley on our first date so yeah your standards are different but that was the only chinese food that i had had before and i knew it was good not these kids that were walking in for the first time like they'd never been into the restaurant before (laughs) they look confused on how they got there in the first place oh that's so funny hopefully they enjoyed themselves but it was a very strange night there was nothing too crazy i think the was it that night? There's a night recently where someone left the bar area, walked out the front door, made a quick left, and then collapsed face first. What? Just right onto the floor. Hostess comes up to one of the servers and is like, hey, do we have any of those like things? <laughs> and she went, what? 
And she was like, you know, like the electric thing to like start people's hearts. And she was like, you mean a defibrillator? <laughs> she was like, yeah, do we have one of those? She's like, no, why? She's like, oh, someone just like passed out in the front. And she was like, have you considered calling 911? <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, we'll do that, too. And I was like, I, I only heard the story. In, oh, my in passing, God. But it is my favorite that she's just like, you know, the thing like she was just going to go out there and just shock that person, too. She like, was like, you know what? Ready for I've it. seen enough Grey's Anatomy. She went, I know how this works. You just kind of rub them together, say clear, and then the person comes back to life. I like, though, that her first instinct wasn't to be like, is anyone in here a doctor? Nope. She was like, I'm the doctor now. It was full on, do we have (laughs) defibrillator paddles? And then, oh, yeah, I should also call 911. That was good. That was a fun story. (laughs) You didn't tell me about that. Nope. That one happened recently. And I'm trying to think if there's any... We didn't have any more drunk people in the normal. Yeah. Pretty rowdy little restaurant. So the cocktail area always has at least five to 40 of our owner's closest drunk friends. But. <laughs> well, and now you also have your other job as well. So like there's a solid three days a week where we don't see each other because you work like 15 hour days. My double days are interesting. I like them. Working at the wine shop is good. There's not been anything too crazy other than like the amount of people that walk in and they're like, do you have this full cake? And we go, no, we've got a couple cupcakes in the cooler and they go used to have full cakes ready. And I'll be like, mm, that's, I'm sorry. Like, I, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to things like that. Or like, I don't have a high eating. My secret cake isn't here. You can't have my secret cake. Oh. Um, and then I'll tell, that's all the owner baker. She's just like, we've never had that. These people are just lying to you. And I was like, yeah, I figured, but worth worth telling you the story. Oh yeah. Um, there was one guy that came in that was looking for flavored wines, and it's a little dessert and wine shop, and it was really funny because he was just like, Y'all got any strawberry wine? No, we got we've got grape wine. Like, like <laughs> oh, like grape. And we were like, No, 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 no. <laughs> like wine, all wine made from grapes. And he was like, Oh, so not like not like purple. No, not like purple. How about pineapple? No. <laughs> that went on for a while. We were just like, have you tried the Liquor Express? It's like right next door. He's like, nah, I'll go try it out. We went, okay. Good luck. Have fun. Oh, my God. It was funny, though, because he was perusing the shelves for five minutes or so before we were like, you looking in it for anything in particular? Yeah. Strawberry one. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't even know they made. I was like, I is it is he just talking about like flavored? Yeah, like wine coolers and like stuff oh, like that, like the heartburn machine, little heartburn Capri Sun for oh. middle aged women. Poor guy. And apparently, dudes that were wanting to diversify their uh, beverage choices, <laughs> I guess. Oh. Um, anything else that's happened in the food? And beverage world here. There's a couple new restaurants opening up that I'm excited to try, but those are like where? Uh, like I want to go try both of the new spots that uh, Sam and Brennan opened up. Mm. Uh, F you pay me and Poor Bastards. Yeah, I think Poor Bastards has been open for a hasn't it? Yeah, they both have, but they both got written up uh, recently. Um, that makes it sound like they got in trouble. <laughs> they were both in food articles. You read about them recently. recently. Um, 
Well, we also just saw the coffee shop that's just down the street from us was just in the news due to unfortunate circumstances. Oh, yeah. Uh, the This will add I me. Mean, that's a politically charged topic. I don't care. If you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> mm, that's true. Yeah, there was uh, Brick Road Coffee is a LGBTQ plus friendly neighborhood, like second wave coffee shop, college place that's just it's south great. of where it's we like live. It's like a safe space to go hang out in and you can get a good cup of coffee and... They do study and read and they jerk. promote local artists and they were going to do they've done them before but these like drag story hour brunches and the proud boys caught wind of it and there were bomb threats recently so that was going to be uh yesterday which would be two days ago as of this releasing i i think 12 news and a couple other local news spots yeah. put articles out on it because it's a pretty big deal that there's people being threatened with bombs for there's just a lot Do, of doing their hair and telling stories. There's a lot of really hateful people. So if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in Tempe, if you're near Brick Road Coffee, go in and spend some money there. Yeah, uh, let's show them. them some love because they just. Jonah recommends the Flying Monkey because. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's his go-to drink. He won there. one of our awards. Yeah, the or at least the a, a reference too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's six shots of espresso, and it's so much espresso that even if you get it iced, it's still not like it's room temperature because there's so much there's so coffee much in coffee. it that the ice can't <laughs> stand up. Um, and it makes me see smells. Yeah, it's pat. It's a lot of coffee. <laughs> it's zippy. Um, I want to go try uh, Cochina Chivas. Sure, that looks really good. That's a, yep. a newer, newer spot. Let's see what else is on our agenda. Things to try. We're going to go try a new spot for lunch today after we finish recording this. Because <laughs> we true. didn't want to cook and we didn't want to grocery shop. Yeah. We're, and then we been... spent an hour on our phones trying to figure out somewhere to go eat. Yeah. We're at that stage of our lives where so we're, we're not, doing really good. guys. We're just staring at food and can't make decisions. So if it ever seems like we know exactly what's happening and what's going on, we don't. This <laughs> is just really solid evidence and proof that you can love food and hate money all you want. But at the end of the day, <laughs> there no are days when much, you just don't know. <laughs> no matter how much we love food, there's days where we're like, mm, don't want to do that. Don't want to spend money on anything. Don't really particularly want to move. There are just days where I'm like, if I could just take like a pill and be like satiated. Yeah, the little IV drip machine I mentioned. And not earlier. have to worry about eating. I would be so here for it because I feel like, man. And it's not even that I don't enjoy cooking or I don't enjoy eating because obviously those Love are food. big things around here. Hate money. But there are days when I was just like, this feels like such a waste of my time. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we've definitely uh, hit this weird uh, brick wall of. Just needing convenience for convenience sake. I mean, even me getting off work and you being like, we're getting I worked, <laughs> I worked for 12 hours today or I did this and I came home and cleaned the things from yesterday. Yeah. And I'm trying to clean things for someone that's coming over tomorrow. And we're going to be eating Wendy's at 1230 a.m. because it's one of the only free, baby. options. And that's just kind of how things have been going for us. Yeah. And that's OK, because we'll inevitably kind of refocus, recalibrate, but it's been, we've been stretched out so thin that it's just kind of a weird get what we get and survive. Yeah. And I think there's also this weird thing too right now for us of spending money wisely because we've had a lot of big expenses just come up randomly. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, 
my car being hateful to my coworker and just <laughs> blowing up while I was in it. Hateful in general. Um, I've been without a fully working phone. We're having to put a deposit down on a new apartment. Finally. Um, so it's just been a lot. And I think that also is the mental exhaustion of spending. And so we were like, oh, well, we can go to Wendy's for $10. Mm-hmm. Guess we're doing that. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I think more and more, um, videos are being put on the internets, whether it be TikTok, YouTube, what have you, of people that are one to two uh, person family unit homes that are like, yeah, going out to eat is truly cheaper in like a couple of these circumstances because gross like stuff's expensive right now. So it's a matter of being like, okay, so if I do this thing, like I, I, we want to make a, sa- a chicken, fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like we have to buy x amount of chicken we've got to buy the bread for it we've got to figure out how to use all the bread before it goes bad our freezer only has so much space uh-huh our freezer only preserves so much quality because no matter what we do <laughs> it's like cold. it's too cold or just like <laughs> our it's it is what it is and so it's this game of like trying to not be wasteful and then feeling bad about yourself or wasting things because that's something that i think we both do i oh, think everyone yeah. does well, it's like you buy a certain amount of something and you're like, okay, got to use all this up before it goes bad. But then it, you're eating the same thing over and over. Which and then you went, oh God, this is me upset. five pounds of chicken. Yeah. This is too many slices. I've gotten better at using the freezer, but man, recently I'm it's, just done. It's it's still a, it's a difficult game that we've, that, that everyone has to play. Yeah. I would imagine. I can't imagine we're the only ones that are having these like. Depression. <laughs> It's something that I even grew up with, too. Like, my, like, what are we having for dinner tonight would be, like, two to three hour conversations in my house growing up. Yeah. And so that is already a pattern that exists, and it's really hard to break out of it, especially when you're just, like, in a sort of survival mode where you're like, I just don't have the mental space to stretch there, too. Yeah. So, yeah, this episode was basically saying, uh, we're depressed. Not tragically, but <laughs> enough of uh, uh, we're, tired. we're tired, and it's it's realistic to be tired, and it's okay to be tired, and you know and if you're tired too, we're here with you. We get it. Uh, I would love to hear what other people make when they're like this, or like how do you feed yourselves when you're in this rut? Um, rut food. One of my other go tos is I'll like scroll through Pinterest and be like, okay, I have these ingredients. What can I make? And then I'll be like. You all just make casseroles. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not making a casserole. I mean, basically, all you make when we're in these reds I make, are pasta casseroles. It's just clean not, out the fridge pasta. Not just like we just don't bake off our pastas in the oven. We're stovetop mac and cheese gals. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Any other things that are on our radars? I mean, we're going out to the Renfest soon. If there's enough people that are interested in trying to go Come get shipwrecked with us. Come to the Renaissance Festival with us. We get a lot of cocktails and eat a lot of food and buy weird animal art. It's fun. Weird animal art. We'll see one or two shows. Uh, I will eat my broccoli cheese bread bowl when it's 90 degrees out and get even more sweaty. We'll oh. drink Mountain Dew because sponsored by Pepsi. It's a great time, everyone. Uh, I think March 2nd, I'm going to be at the Women in Food event here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Easy Women in Food. Um, if somebody will let me volunteer, <laughs> which I think sure I already got a, nailed down. There's so a will, there's a way. That'll be good. Um, 
Having yeah. grown up in the church, I uh, do believe that if you say, I will give you free labor. Free labor. Somebody will take you up on it. They'll give you a key to the building even. That's been my experience. <laughs> um, we got that coming up. I I want to do an episode coming up on when people say, oh, when are you going to cook in restaurants again? <laughs> oh, that's a that's just the story of your life. I think people don't understand exactly. Uh, well, I want to, yeah, I want to tell my story. You have to interview me. I'll be the guest. Oh, good. I have to ask you questions. I know the answers to. <laughs> that or I'll learn something and that'll be a, a big old twist. Why don't well, you cook in restaurants anymore? And you're actually just like, oh, because I don't want to. And I'm like, I didn't think that was the reason. <laughs> um. So yeah, stay tuned for that. We'll get that in the works. We've got other stuff coming up. Probably. If anybody's got advice on how to get out of this slump, please. Feel free to tell us how you, and if anyone says work out, I, you're <laughs> immediately canceled. I am well aware that that would make me feel better and I don't need to hear it again. You're like, I can't even, I honestly, there's been a few nights this week where I've only got six hours of sleep. So we, yeah, don't tell me what to do, we, but please tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. We, the funny thing, I feel like everyone knows what to do. It's just a matter of working your way to it. Yeah. And we struggle with that sometimes. Sometimes. So hopefully you all can laugh at our pain a little hopefully bit. Hopefully this is very relatable. And uh, never been more relatable in my life, boys. You've been there, done that, you know? Tell us about your your fridge pastas. And on that note, let's let's go. Let's go try and Let's go stare at our phones for another hour to figure out where we're going. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Love Food, Hate Money. This podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feathered Fiction Studios. He also writes the original music for the show and makes his own music. So go check out uh, John on Instagram and his band, Damn the Weather. Um, Check us out on social media. Love Food, Hate Money on Instagram. That's probably where we're the most active. As soon as my camera is working again, we'll be on TikTok regularly. Uh, We've got some fun video content planned. And send us your hate mail. Hello at lovefoodhatemoney.com. Maybe I just need some more hate and then I can get going. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Bye. I messed that up. Yeah. I made a mess.